0: Welcome to Story Chats at Inspy Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my two co-hosts.
1: I'm Norelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer.
0: Today we are talking about multi-author novella box sets. You know the ones, they're the ebook book collections. Um, you see with between five and some of them, I feel like have 20, 25. They're these long, long images where the, the back names sort of fade into obscurity there at the end. Um, and they all put in a shorter book. Usually it's a novella um, between 20 and 40,000 words. Um, and generally there's a theme of, of some sort tying them together. Either they're Christmas books. You see a lot of them at Christmas or um, they, I've seen like, cats like there's kittens in all of the stories or something like there's some sort of theme often that goes with them so i think all of us have been in at least one box set um and so i think readers might think it's fun i would think it's fun as a reader so um sometimes y'all just have to deal with what i think would be fun to know as a reader and if if that's not fun for you i apologize profusely (laughs) um But I think it's fun to find out why authors participate in these things. Um, So what were reasons, what have been reasons that you have in the past joined a box set or would join a box set in the future? Um, We'll start with Valerie.
1: The very first one I did uh, would have been in the summer of 2014. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to get to know other authors. For me that was a big draw was was working together with other authors in a common project that um, just helped me make friends in the industry.
0: Okay yeah. Norelle what about you?
2: Well the first one I did was Splash that released in mid-2015 and it was actually the first indie book that um, I ever did. So I'd been um, publishing with um, Harlequin's love inspired hearts on presents line and then they canceled the line and my last book in my contract came out in the May and then in the June the box set came out and so, so so people said to me like Valerie oh would you like to write a novella and do in- indie publish I'm like oh yeah sure that sounds fun mm-hmm. and I'm like how the heck do I indie publish so <laughs> for me it was a re- it was a really good way to um, connect with other authors and make friends and also learn how to actually indie a book which if you're in I started traditionally publish um so I had um editors and people that put together the books all the the legwork an indie author does most of that was done by the publisher so it was quite a steep learning curve actually doing a novella and it was much less scary to not do it by myself and to do it with my friends
1: it's <laughs> a really good point
0: yeah
2: and yeah. speaking of themes
1: that particular box set. um everybody's story in it had to have something to do with water that was the only thing it had to be summertime and it had to have water in it it could be like a long drink of water at the water fountain or it could be an ocean didn't matter it just needed to have some splash in it
0: I remember reading that one I'm trying what was your book that was in there Narelle
2: his perfect catch
0: okay yeah 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 okay which was yours then Valerie sweet serenade okay So about a canoeing yeah couple with with the evil neil madry yes
1: yes (laughs) with the guy where you emailed me and said uh do you actually hate me because because mr madry in your story is (laughs) not a very nice man
0: you used my last name for your villain (laughs) (laughs) it's okay i still love you She didn't I guess. was concerned. I really was legitimately concerned though. I'm like, is there something I should know? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> um, okay, I do love that story even even with Neil. That's okay. <laughs> um, those are, yeah, making friends um, for sure is is a big thing with box sets. It's nice it's a really nice way to meet new authors. Um, And it's a little more, you get to know people a little better than say joining a Facebook group where, you know, there's all kinds of writing Facebook groups and you join them and some people never talk. (laughs) You know, I, am one of those. I tend to lurk a lot in the groups, so I don't get to know anybody. Um, And nobody gets to know me really. I, I read what I need to find, and then I move on. So um, when you're working together in a box set, you you really do get to know people, which is fun. Um, cool. Now, um, sometimes also- Yeah. Towards what,
1: the readers, there's reasons too. Yeah. So- it's Yeah. A, it's a great way to
0: provide value to fans. Yeah. That's, as a, as a reader, I'll look at box sets sometimes and be excited because they're they're a great value, right? They're like the family pack of books (laughs) if you're they're the they're the costco size um variety pack pack. um and so it's fun it's you know if you like to go to costco and or whatever your discount warehouse store i think costco's international everybody knows costco right okay (laughs) and you get the big box of granola bars with like every flavor under the sun that's kind of these box sets which is kind of fun um i will say though honestly (laughs) I don't always love the really super long ones because, and it's it's solely because of my issues as a reader. Like I read from start to end and I don't, I read one book at a time. I can't like read part of something and then go read something else and then come read another part, even though they're distinct like books in the box set. To me, if I'm reading the box set, I have to read the whole thing from start to end before I can move on to something else. Yeah, it's weird, it's a personal problem. It's absolutely, <laughs> Valerie's giving me the eye, but it's totally a personal problem. Um, that, is, that is, yes, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's you. It, yeah, it is, but it makes me <laughs> hesitant. There might be another person in the world like me, you don't know. Um, so it makes me hesitant to pick up box sets as a reader because I know that I'm committing a really big block of time to that book because um, in my brain it's, it's one book. Um, and then the other thing, which again, total personal problem, it shows up as one book on Goodreads, right? So here you wanna read 250 books and you just read eight but you only got credit for one of them. So that always sort of bothers me a tiny little bit. And I'm usually too lazy to go search through and find all the titles and add them separately. So um, if it really mattered to you, you would do that. It's true. It's true. I would. I would. Um, But it's
2: the search feature I think is a problem. So I've got a confession. I have I would say honestly, the only boxes I've read all the way through have been boxes with connected stories. I do not read every book. I have never read every book. I've and I never start with necessarily book one either. I jump around. I'm so random, and then I forget what I've read because you can't track it. Yeah. unless I write a book recommendation and make a note somewhere that I read that particular book in that particular series. And so I just get, as a reader, I just get myself completely confused about where I'm up to. So I understand your confusion with box sets, but for me, it's a different way of being confused, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I will say I can solve that for you if you just read from front to end. <laughs> no. You <laughs>
1: or, or you can just not bother cracking it and not bother <laughs> being
2: confused. I'll just oh, I'll but really that speak. frustrates me. That I'll, frustrates me though. I'll in the just, same way Beth is frustrated. John <laughs> frustrated. I get frustrated in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: There the the fact of the matter is, I hope I'm not committing a terrible faux pas here, but mm-hmm. we all have our favorite authors. Mm-hmm. And we all have some authors who everybody loves that we might not love their stories for whatever reason. And sometimes we might even look at a multi-author box set and go, do I want to buy it because there's an author or two that aren't my very favorite or whatever like that in it. And then you just kind of have to get over yourself and you don't have to read every story. And I, I, I have actually managed to do this and
2: live.
0: Wow. Wow. That That's never crosses my
2: mind. It I would know, never crossed my mind. It's 99 cents.
0: You don't have to finish a book if you don't like it and you started That's, it. You I can know. set it aside. Is that D-N-F, a thing too?
1: DNF, did not finish is I. That. There's probably one in, I only this last year started keeping track of the books I've read. Okay. Literally never have before. And I just do it in a notebook. And probably one for every, hmm. 25 or 30 is a just a dnf yeah i'm just like no life's too short can't do it don't i'm worse
2: than you (laughs) i would say that i would be more one in ten or even more frequent for a dnf and not a dnf in a bad way just a dnf in it's just not what i want to read right now man and i'll come i'll get back to it
1: so when we are talking about box sets like Mm -hmm. i feel no guilt about hopping around in one (laughs) and and Cherry picking the ones that sound fun to me, or are by my very favorite authors, and leaving the rest behind. I, there's no guilt, no shame.
2: So I do Maybe. have
1: a love hate, though, because I have to think about, do I really want to buy this? Right. Or do I want to just wait for those two or three stories to come out on their own? that's
0: yeah generally what I if I look at a box set and I'm like I'm really only interested in two or three then I will wait um but sometimes they don't come out right away no that's
1: true it can yeah. be
2: a problem. Amazon rule. So it used to be that you could have the single go out and mm-hmm. be published at the same time as the box. Right. So people who only wanted to read certain books could spend a bit more and just buy the singles. But when Amazon changed the rules and you could only, th- and I think it's Ku, I don't know if it applies to all of it, where you can't have it in two places, it made it really difficult. So it stopped people putting the same book in five box sets. That yeah. used to drive me nuts. I used to get so frustrated to realise that I. I bought a box and seven of those eight books have been somewhere else yeah. and i have them and then i've just got more confusion <laughs> in terms of trying to work out what i've read and what i haven't read so amazon fixed that problem but then they created a new problem in the sense that you can't get the singles necessarily
0: so the unless you go away. to
2: kobo or apple and you go outside the amazon ecosystem if it's wide you can yeah. do it that way
0: sometimes yeah cool Okay. Well, I'm glad that I'm not the only one with a little bit of drama associated with box set reading. <laughs> Mine is different, but you know, it's still, oh, they, it's- they can,
2: they can be a challenge sometimes. Well, I think of, I mean, 99 cents is in, in my world, that's five cups of coffee right? Because you can get a, a large latte I can get for $5, maybe $4.50. So I'm thinking this Aussie dollars. So 99 cents to me is nothing. And I'm prepared to pay 99 cents to support authors, if that makes sense. And if I never read a book that I bought for 99 cents, then it's sort of whatever.
0: Not a big deal. Yeah. I'm not
2: invested. That amount of money doesn't invest me in actually reading the story, which probably makes me interesting because I'm that annoying reader that authors don't want to know about who will buy their box set, but won't actually read it. And therefore won't read any other books the author's written, which may defeat the whole point of that box set existing in the first place.
0: I'm, I'm that way too. I've done, and see, it's hard because I didn't start doing this with box sets until I was an author. So I don't know if it's because I'm trying to be a good supportive author friend that I will buy the box set. I'm like, would I do it if I didn't know some of these people here? I don't know. Um, I might still, because I, I, I love a bargain, <laughs> but I'm also with you if it's a bargain. And I think it's, it's pretty common for most readers. Bargain books are fabulous and I love to have them, but they don't, they don't bubble up in my TBR. Other stuff gets put on top of them Mm -hmm. and, you know, um, depending.
1: Well, you know what, what they say about cutting coupons for the grocery store. If it's a coupon for something you wouldn't buy anyway. Yeah then it's yeah. not a deal for you. Like, no. just yeah. ignore it. it. doesn't matter if it's half price. Who cares? You wouldn't have yeah. bought it.
2: Yeah.
1: You don't want it anyway.
2: Yeah. I was scrolling through my Kindle list and mm-hmm. pretty much if I, if I spend $3.99 Aussie, which is probably the $4.99 price point in the US or a bit more, $5.99, if I spend more than that on a book, I will read it within 12 months mm-hmm. of buying it. because i'm invested if i'm at that price point so if an author wants me to read their book they need to price it more which is weird (laughs) but it will actually psychologically push that book higher up because i've spent more money on it it
1: doesn't do that to me and that's maybe it's just because i have so little memory of things but i mean a box set we could talk about pricing on that i wanted to get there but um i know that those are probably 99 cents but i couldn't tell you A few weeks after the fact, which ones I paid 99 cents for and which of them I paid 399 for like I don't remember that it's all in my (laughs) list and it's just like. This one looks interesting today, so I, I i've heard that before people are less likely to read a free book because they have so many of them i'm like how am I supposed to remember that it was free like do I make a list of this somewhere, because I won't.
0: Well, you've, you've told me in the past that you tend to, um, like how many books do you have on your Kindle? Not very many at a time. I've got about 30 on there right now because I delete off of them,
1: remove from the device, everything that I've read so that I can easily see what I haven't read.
0: So, but that to me says you don't really stockpile. Like, because I, if I delete, like I have 247 unread books on my Kindle right now so
1: i've made a concerted effort a couple of years ago to, yeah. to get either if i wasn't going to read it delete it
2: yeah
1: and so that's I have, where we I'll won't talk at, about
2: how yeah. many i have <laughs> i'd say i've got over a thousand unread books on my kindle yeah
0: okay. like I'm,
2: and i'm <laughs> saying that with complete and utter seriousness yeah. i would have i've got a couple of thousand books because i don't use kindle unlimited that's that makes 100%. a difference yes I don't yeah. use KU so if I'm I see sure. something at 99 cents or free that is anything within the range of I might like to read this one day mm-hmm. or my kids might benefit you. from reading this one day then I will I'll buy it and hoard it.
1: You can't use that excuse because I don't have KU either.
2: <laughs> and but I, have, I admit I'm a hoarder. <laughs> it's
0: not hoarding it. when it's books. <laughs>
2: So and that's what I, book sets do. They feed the hoarder. They yes. really do. If you're a book hoarder and you yes. like having the the and I'm and I think it comes down to being deprived for so many years. So. For years before Kindle existed, Mm -hmm. it was so hard to get hold of Christian fiction or contemporary Christian romance. It was super difficult. You waited months for things to ship from Koorong, which was our sort of main Christian chain store. There was always a delay. Mm -hmm. You could buy things from CBD or from Amazon, but you paid a fortune in shipping. I actually worked out the formula for CBD years ago. If I bought so many books at this price point, I got the best deal on shipping that's crazy but I knew that how much money and what quantities to get and it was so and book depository I really opened up the world to being able to get cheaper books but it was so hard and they just weren't in the library I just didn't have access to books and I think that deprivation has created this electronic hoarding um disaster (laughs) (laughs) you're what we're talking about right now that's
0: So, but, All right, back yeah. to box sets. <laughs> oh, but this has been interesting. This is good. This is good conversation. Um, and, and I mean, box sets feed the hoarder, like like yes. Norrell said, it is good. And they feed the bargain hunter too, because if you can't afford KU or afford the $3.99, $4.99 books, you can get, you know, the idea of getting eight books for 99 cents is, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, yeah. Even if you only read half of them. Um, even if you read one of them right yeah I mean that would give me a nervous tick but not everyone else (laughs) has that problem so um, yeah so that's a good thing now I know that inspe romance authors um, have several box sets either recently released or coming out um, fairly soon we've got the once upon a summer box set that released in May um, and that is a follow-on to Once Upon a Christmas. Right. Um, and they're both, they're shorter box sets. There's four or five. I think there's five in Christmas and four in summer um, because Could be. I, I believe Michael Don had to drop out. She had some family things happen that made her have to drop out of summer. Um, and so so those are shorter Uh, they're fairy tale retellings right which um we should do a fairy tale episode yeah we should um
1: we're apparently stockpiling
0: ideas today well i need to write it down because i feel like we've said fairy tale retellings that we needed to do an episode um before and i didn't write it down so give me one one moment we'll just (laughs) talking about
2: you I and i don't think i it. don't think there's been an inspe box set like if you look at the Innspey Romance authors if you guys are listening and haven't looked at our books page at inspy romance go there it's just a long list of all these amazing books you can read and i really don't think there has been an inspe romance author group or collection that have done a box set that i haven't bought they i have all of them yeah. i haven't necessarily read them but i have all of them <laughs> <But they're laughs> and there. that makes me when feel happy <laughs> You'll never have
1: to do without a book to read as long as you yes, have Yes,
2: exactly. Yes, I have enough reading material to read in probably three lifetimes, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to live once,
0: <laughs> exactly. Exactly, you'll never be bored, so that's good,
2: right? Yes,
0: um, the Love's Treasure collection comes out on Tuesday, and Valerie and I are both in that one. Um, and that is, um, how many are there? Eight, nine, 14? 14. <laughs> you know it's really close to eight or nine have, um,
1: valerie Baden in that one and mm-hmm. i don't have it up in front of me seems like there's mm-hmm. one more current in inspiro- mandy blake mandy blake i think mandy there's the blake. four of us and mm-hmm. then some who have been in spiro romance authors in the past right carol um, mancato has one in there yeah, um Marion newkerman yeah um autumn MacArthur. i believe
0: yeah yeah this, um so
1: some, it? I
0: would have to, I would have I to. Think that, I think that, I think that might be it for NSP romance or former NSP romance authors. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other good, there's, there's, it's a good collection. Um, Juliet Duncan's in there. Um, yeah. Melissa Ferguson has one in there, which is kind of, right?
2: Is this the one where the pre-order um, money goes to an African charity? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Say I remember something.
0: (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Um, and then uh in September there's the save the date box set, which is wedding themed. Um it would be interesting to know how they took the wedding theme for that. I mean, I assume they're probably bridesmaids or that wedding planners kind of things, as opposed to
1: But they have a wedding a month. So there's 12 authors in that set, and they're doing like a January, February, etc. Oh, fun. In that. So yeah. I don't know all the details of it, but I do know a few people who are in it. And that's uh, one of the things I've heard is that they've each picked a month and that's their their wedding month for however okay. they're doing it.
0: Yeah. That's even more fun that it's then going to be seasonal. So you'll see different, you know, different fun seasonal aspects too. So
1: for people who really enjoy reading uh, books with weddings in them. Yeah. <laughs> which... Beth, you might not be one of those.
0: Not, They're not my favorite necessarily.
1: <laughs> but if you, dear reader, are one yeah. of those, then Save the Date is going to be a good one for yeah. for you.
2: So I've pre-ordered that. And I actually, and speaking of, I, I say I don't read all the books in a series if, it's, if they're in, not connected. But <laughs> one of the traditional publishers a few years ago did a Weddings, I'm thinking, of titles like December Bride and different Thomas things Nelson. that went through the month. So, was it Thomas Nelson, I really yeah. enjoyed those. I really, yes. I read some. As I said, I'm a wedding girl, so I'm there. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Cool. Um, so, one thing that authors often will do with box sets is um, they'll get their friends together to make the box set, and that sort of broadens our reach. And so then they are trying to hit the USA Today bestseller list, which for an indie author is a little more challenging usually than, um, for a traditionally published author, but even, I mean, it can be hard for if you're a, a mid list traditionally published author, it can be challenging to sell enough, um, in your first week, your book's first week out to hit the USA Today list. So I know that, um, Love's Treasure and Save the Date are both, um, aiming at the list as well as part you know and so it's kind of fun um for 99 cents you can help get an author some little letters that they dream of at night (laughs) which now that's how you got your usa today is that correct valerie yes yeah um, from a multi-author box set in 2016
1: whispers of love and that was wasn't novellas though in that case no um my first urban farm fresh debuted in that um in whispers of yeah sunbeams and
0: that's a fifty-five thousand word no, uh, novel nice so. norell have you hit the have you been in a box that hit the list
2: no and mean i no. don't know i'm not i don't i've sort of got a bit of a i don't really care factor <laughs> maybe <laughs> i should care but i mean i don't know i'm not one of those authors that dreams about winning awards or stuff that's not what um, motivates me.
0: <laughs> I wonder, if so. because you started out traditionally published, because it matters more to me. I think maybe, like if I delve into my psyche, <laughs> it yeah, matters well, more to me to yeah. get the letters because I don't. I've never had a traditional contract. I mean, I was yeah. with a small press, but that's the same as being indie um yeah yeah
2: and you're probably right because when i sold to um harlequin it was a six book contract for Mm -hmm. a debut so i i suppose i don't feel like i need to chase validation in that way so maybe that's why i'm a bit laid back and i also have a day job so writing is not my full-time gig either And I haven't done a lot of writing in the last few years, although I will be releasing some books soon. Um, yeah, so I think that maybe just puts me in a different headspace. But I can totally see why people want to do it, and I buy the, I pre-order to help yep. you guys get there. So I'm there <laughs> yeah. cheering for you. I'm cheering. On, I'm cheering yep. you on. And maybe one day that will be something that I want to do. But it's I'm not in the headspace at the moment to be yep. thinking That's about fair. it. Totally
0: fair. And I mean to be to be fair, those letters really only mean probably something to the author. I don't think readers, I don't ever care. It's like, I, I don't care. I don't look and say, oh, they have USA Today. They must be amazing. I just, you know. But our viewers and our
1: podcast listeners could let us know in comments if they ever have noticed, particularly whether an author has that or, or New York Times. Yeah.
0: If they know, notice or care. Or seek it out. Like does that does that flip a switch somewhere for you that Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let do let us know for sure. Um, so one of the potential negatives of box sets, and I think we've been touching pros and cons pretty evenly. Um, the the other big, big biggish negative is that generally speaking, box sets are a limited time. Um, they disappear after three to six months typically. Some I've seen some go a year, but I don't know that I've seen any that were much, much beyond that. Um, I So that makes it hard for us to go around <laughs> and give recommendations for box sets because most of them are gone at this point. Um, so... Uh, if you do see a box set that catches your eye and you didn't already know that, keep that in mind. They don't stick around. They don't tend to stick around. Multi-author. Now, if there's single author box sets of like a series, that's a whole different thing. And those are usually there forever. Um, yeah. Usually. But um, the multi-author box sets, they, they don't tend to stay around forever and ever. Um, so, yeah. I have an
2: exception. I do have, oh, I was, yeah. when we we're talking to Halle Bridgman, I was talking about um, Blizzard in the Bluegrass, which was her story with the um, single mum with the son with autism. Mm-hmm. And that's in a box set, When Snowflakes Never Cease. So there's a Crossroads collection of okay. different box sets and they've been around for a while.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, some and those ones do that where they agree that the stories, but the stories in those are very connected as well. Yes like there's a like a a mystery running through all of them or something like that, something that really ties them strongly together as opposed to just they need to have water like our splash collection did um, or just generically Christmas. So those are designed to, um, and they usually have a paperback as well. So those are usually designed to be keepers on the shelf as opposed to most
0: is that a situation where the stories don't make sense without the other stories in the box as well, or they don't make as much sense? They make they, less. They make less sense if you skip, yes. Okay. Cool. I um I don't think I've read any of those. Um yeah.
2: Cool. And yeah, and it's I, I do think that at the end of the day, I probably would rather see the single books. And I think what Um, Beth you and I did with um, the group with a Tuscan legacy Mm -hmm. is we released all the books individually and then for a season we boxed them up yes and so that was really good because I think they were all pretty much full priced at $2.99 once we'd gone through the initial release and so that putting them together at 99 cents and putting them in KU together where it's only one book taking instead of 10 books taking up all your can you only have so many books in KU can't you there's a limit yeah. on how many books you can have in your library at one time right. yeah which when I, I temporarily had KU and every time I went from the Australian to the U.S. site it wiped my library <gasps> and I had to write down every single book I was reading before I went to the U.S. site because when I switched back to Australia I'd lose everything I don't know if that's still a problem but that was one of my big reasons for um Saying that KU is too hard for me, I don't want to do it. Yeah, <laughs> Amazon may have fixed that. Yeah, but I think it's good for um, when they do get boxed up because there are readers who would prefer to sit down, start from the beginning, read all the way through, and it's only one book cluttering up their Kindle Unlimited list. Well, so that's a, a si- benefit.
0: Yeah, especially in a situation like The Tuscan Legacy or um, any of those series where they're they're fairly interconnected. Treasure, um, it does make a little sense. Treasure Island or something? There was, yeah, there was an... I, um, treasure Something. yeah and there was the um that other one the other one there there have been a couple of, <laughs> yeah. there was a matchmaking series two summers yeah. ago
1: oh Krista Phillips was in that one yeah
0: Matt it was a matchmaking Those island. Were
1: pretty standalone though yeah compared to Tuscan Legacy and the treasure not treasure island but treasure something
0: treasures I know yeah. which one you're yeah you can find it. A- so lot
2: was it love's treasure or something? No. no. No, love's
0: treasure is our next the That's a new one. Sorry. Tuesday. I'm getting confused.
2: It's yeah. too many, too much treasure too out. Too much
0: there. treasure. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look for it and see if I can dig it up. Are they still out as individual books? Um yes. Guess? I can okay. I can fire you the info if you need oh, it. Fabulous. Please do. That would be great. Okay. All right. Um so real quick to wrap up, the great thing about box sets is a, they're a good way for readers to meet new authors and try them out at a fairly low cost. Um, I know for myself, that's how I uh, found Kimberly Ray Jordan, who, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I adore her books. Um, that was first the, Mc, um, I think the Callahan's and the McFadden's she originally had in some box sets. I think so. Um and then I think I also found Lynette Bonner, her yeah. contemporary books through box sets, um, and maybe even Leslie Ann McDaniel. I'm pretty sure I first. I, I could be
1: showing you my
0: notes. And <laughs> the I thought, so yes, excellent, and yes, excellent. Um, who who have you guys met in uh, through box sets who have become
2: authors that you look for? Definitely Kimberly Ray Jordan. That was mm-hmm. one that that was the first name that came to mind. I think Heidi McCall's first book, oh, yeah. I think, was in a box. It and, was in Splash. She's yeah. on my list too. And Jan Thompson, I think the first book of hers I read yeah. was in Splash as well. Um, yeah, so, but that's reading from an author perspective because we were reading everybody else's books, sure. if that makes sense as well. Yep. So that's kind of a bit skewed. Um, but in recent happened. times, I can't really say that I've discovered anybody new okay. in a box. And that may be because I just don't read all the books. <laughs> So maybe they just don't work for me as I'm not the reader demographic that you necessarily want to target if you're putting out a box to try and reach new readers.
0: Yeah.
1: I think um, one that I can think of that I found as a reader would have been Angela Ruth Strong. Okay. I believe that Mm -hmm. the first of her contemporary romances that I read was in a box called Finding Love at the Oregon Coast and it included... um, Finding Love in Seaside, Oregon, which, when they disbanded that, she took that novella and took the groom's brothers and made the Resort to Love series out of them. Cool. But I, I, that's the only name, like Heather Gray comes to mind as well, but we mm. may have already been uh, working together in Inspir Romance at that time. Um, I was like oh Krista Phillips Then no no I knew Krista before that as well (laughs) Um, Joanne Durgan and Stacey Stallings were another couple that um, I had worked with in my very first box set um, love brings us home back in 2014 and I think and Kimberly as well I think that was the first time I had read any of their their books as well
0: I think I might have read Joanne for the first time in a box now that you mentioned that but it would have been a long, long time ago. And I've been reading her for so long now, I'm, I've forgotten. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's yeah. What My thing was like, wow, d- dig deep on homework, right? Like, who do you who did you start reading first through a box set? Yeah. Um, but I mean, some of my readers tell me that that's how they found me to start with either through that Love Brings Us Home or through Whispers of Love, the one that did get USA Today uh, five years ago now. Yes. Or through one of the other ones. Um, so it is still a valid way for authors to find new readers and for
0: readers to find new authors. Yep, yep. definitely. Cool. All right, that takes us pretty good t- on time. So um, final box set thoughts.
1: Go oh, bye. If, um... Oh, it wasn't supposed to be salesy.
2: No, um, not salesy ones. <laughs> No. All right. yeah, yeah. I hope that they continue. Like I just I think they're fun and I think there is definitely a group of readers who just don't have the money. They just genuinely can't afford to buy books. Yeah. And print books are out of the question unless they can go to the library and borrow them. And there are some electronic resources at the library, but that can be a bit hit and, hit and miss depending on where you are. And I right. think there really is a place for box sets to provide lots and lots of hours of reading for a very affordable price. And I'm sure we have some very appreciative readers who read CCR that love the boxes for that reason. We would love to see them continue.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So I've doing this one um, this summer, hadn't done one for a couple of years. And yeah, I think in 2015, I did four of them. So uh, that was the era, but um, yeah, definitely room for them in the future as well, I agree, Norell.
0: So drop us a note, tell us what you think about box sets, let us know maybe who you found, anything you want to comment on. We'd love to hear from you and continue the conversation in the comments on YouTube or over on our Facebook page Um, or both, you know, why limit yourself? (laughs) So thank you guys um, for spending some time with us today at Story Chats. You can find everything you need to know about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the little notification bell so you never miss an episode. And um, we'll see you next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye. Goodbye. Nice to see you.